702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. All right, let's catch up with Crystal Odison now. The Africa Report brought to you by South African Airways. Crystal, a very good morning to you. Let's get straight into it. Um, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot in st- at stake uh, in terms of uh, this Sunday's election. Um, yes, Bongani. Um, so, firstly, are we talking about Kenya? Um, the, yes, of course. Um, camp- the campaigning ends this weekend, and then, of course, more than I think about 20 million people will head out to vote on our public holiday, our Women's Day, but not a public holiday in Kenya on the 9th of August. And I think it's important for us to just keep track uh, to what's happening there, Bungani. Firstly, you know, it's the biggest economy in East Africa, um, you know, one of the biggest on the continent. And of course, what happens in Kenya has an impact on the rest of the continent and the region in particular. Um, of course, in the past, there's been post election violence, there's been court cases um, and so I thought it's important just to reflect um, days before um, millions go out to vote. Of course right now um, there's different polls that are coming out, the latest from Ipsos that came out yesterday they put Raila Odinga at 47% and then William Ruto at 41% so the gap is very close. We also see that um, the interior minister which would be our state security minister said that um, the bank is running out of money um, in terms of you know smaller denominations so basically the 50 rand and the 100 rand notes um, in the Kenyan um, currency and it's simply because car dealers have been keeping the money away and they've been laundering money to give it to politicians so that they pay off people at their campaigns and this is from the state security minister saying that they are quite concerned about you know money flowing around around the country and people being paid off um, so that's quite a concern we we also saw um, one of the first presidential debates to take place. Raila Odinga decided not to pitch up, so it was William Ruto alone um, speaking to the nation. So that was unfortunate. Of course, this is a high-stakes election, Bongani. It will be Odinga's last chance to continue his family's legacy. He's 77. Um, he's run a formidable campaign. But William Ruto, as the young Turk, has also put forward um, you know, some interesting proposals. He's coming from the point of view, Bongani, that he is not from the political elite. Um, he doesn't come from a family dynasty, because we know the Kenyatas and the Odingas have essentially been running Kenya um, for the past few decades. And he calls himself a hustler, um, which means that he's arguing that he will bring new ideas, um, new thinking to the country. So that's going to be quite interesting where the voters actually believe his hustle and that he is the one um, to bring about change. Um, and so, of course, Odinga's sweet spot is that he's an elder, trusted statesman. Um, he's a democratic leader. He understands Kenyan politics, but he is 77, Bongani. So I think it's quite interesting, you know, the kind of ageism um, and the voters' choice um, that they will have to make regarding um, who they want to see in power and, you know, who will run the country for the next few years. Right, let's turn our attention now to Senegal. Macky Sall's party has been in charge, what, since 2012, uh, claiming victory in uh, Sunday's parliamentary election, but also they're not the only ones. I mean, you know, having spent quite a bit of time in, in Senegal and which formed the foundation for my understanding of West African politics, I'm always interested in Senegal because I think firstly, you know, it's, a, it's, it's for, for West Africa, it's a very 
democratic space, it's vibrant, you know, political parties come out, they campaign, and so that's why the passion that you see now, because you know, both the opposition and the ruling parties claiming victory. But it is quite important because whoever has a majority in parliament sets the scene um, for the next election. Um, and so right now, both um, the ruling party and the opposition claiming victory, the official results we'll only see um, this coming weekend um, because this is essentially the last um, kind of barometer to check who has some sort of um, majority in the country for that next election. Maki Sal has been in power for two terms. Um, he's been quite quiet to give us any indication whether or not he will be standing for a third term. Um, this parliamentary election and whoever gains the majority will give us some kind of litmus to see what it means for the ruling party and for the opposition ahead of um, the election in two years' time. Crystal Alderson will have to leave it there for this Wednesday's Africa Report.